It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Uh, I want to talk about two franchises. I, I guess the Bucks are, are riding high a little bit, especially after last week, but the Falcons certainly at, at their nadir right now. Uh, but who would you rather be for the next five years, Matt Harmon? Would you rather be the Falcons? Would you rather be the Bucks? Kind of interesting, right? Where they're in the same division. Um, and I think right now, if you're just doing a vibe check, right? Like who who's not going to say the Bucks? But I'm talking about for the next five years, because for me, the Falcons, when you look at their offensive, you know, baseline of Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, they move on from their. Co- I I have to imagine they're going to move on from Arthur Smith. If they don't, I'd be shocked. Uh, but okay, and and you know, again, they're not in a great position. Uh, to get a, a quarterback, but uh, you know, the fr- free agency looms. Uh, they might be able to find uh, you know one a, a quarterback in the draft. Who knows? I don't know. But I think from an offensive standpoint, they're they're actually set up quite nicely. But the Bucks, on the other hand, again, don't love their coaching staff there either. Uh, but they've got a Mike Evans, they've got Chris Godwin, but those, both those guys are a little bit aging. Rashad White obviously has burst onto the scene as well. I think another, I don't know how you feel about the, well, I do know how you feel about this. Is it a negative that Baker Mayfield has been playing pretty good football? Because I, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like he's played himself to a point with Tampa Bay where you oh, almost yeah. feel like Tampa Bay's got to keep him around for another couple of years. No. Got to probably give him the Geno contract, right? Right. Um, man, it's funny. I, oh God, I was so mean to Andy Barons to dare suggest that, you know, we did a podcast in the offseason, like flip the script, you know, who's going to be this year's that, who's going to be this year's this, that, or the other. And he was like, dude, this year's Baker, May- this year's Geno Smith has to be Baker Mayfield. Um, and I was like, no, shut up. But then you look at, <laughs> I mean, you look at the stats. It's, it's him. For Baker Mayfield. I'm it's not, him. I'm not. I'm not saying the the film is as good or whatever, but I mean, man, you know, three thousand or three thousand three hundred passing yards, twenty four touchdowns, eight picks, ninety four point seven passer rating. I get it, you know, these pass rating is not a perfect metric, but we're just doing quick and dirty here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield's got a seven point four adjusted yards per attempt. I really value adjusted yards per attempt in evaluating quarterbacks. And then, man, you look at you look at Geno uh, in twenty twenty two. Um, better completion percentage, sure, but 30 touchdowns, five point, literally the same exact touchdown rate, 5.2% for Geno in 22 and 5.2% for Baker Mayfield this year. Uh, interception rate, 1.7 for Baker, 1.9 for Geno. Yeah. Um, adjusted yards per attempt, 7.7. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's close. <laughs> it's close. Gino's a little bit better, but it's it's close. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, and again, age 28 for Baker. Gino is actually a little bit older. He was 32 yeah. years old. Like, yeah, he's probably – because he's, he's only here on a one-year deal. I know. You're, I don't think you're going to franchise tag Baker Mayfield, but you probably end up giving him the, the Gino Smith contract. Yeah, you give him a little three-year deal, right? 
probably, you know, 90 to 100 million, which sounds insane. Uh, you could probably get out of it after two years or whatever it might be. Right, but yeah. so, so yeah. So again, like I, I kind of sort of feel like Baker has played himself into that deal. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a Baker hater uh, for sure. So all that, you know, said, I, I do always get concerned about now. I mean, it could be very similar to damn, you know, even oh God, even, Dave Canales, the offensive coordinator, was the quarterback coach for Geno last year. Oh, my God. You know? You're right. Oh, my uh, goodness. I hate to say nice things about Andy Barron's, but he really did nail that one. Um, <laughs> so, well, I'll have to give him uh, – no, I won't. I'll only give him props on this show, which he'll never listen to. I will good, not good, do it on, on any of the other shows. But, good, yeah, that good, was a great, perfect. great call. And, um, yeah, no, I do get concerned, though. I think Canales has shown a lot. Uh, you know, could he be a guy that leaves for a head coaching job and then you're yeah. you're left with Todd Bowles and hiring another Ooh. OC? I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of definitely, like – it's not as if it's gone well necessarily for Gino this year consistently in Seattle. So there's a lot of like warning signs long term that you might get stuck in this. I mean, I can't imagine Baker Mayfield is the quarterback for the Bucks in five years like we're talking about. But yeah, I definitely think he'll be the quarterback next year. Uh, OK, so let's say he's the quarterback next year. Uh, and again, let's just let's just assume he's there for the next two years. OK, so now, again, where would you rather be? Um, you know, would you rather be the Falcons here with a good you know, baseline of players? You've got three top 10 picks on offense that, that I think we can all agree. Bijan, especially Bijan and Drake London, look awesome when given the opportunities. They're just not given the damn opportunities here. Uh, so who would you rather be, Buckos or, 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 or the Falcons? Dude. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball has been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If I'm Arthur Blank, you know, he's got the Home Depot money, right? Yep. Home yep, De- yep. He's a Home Depot guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I am firing Arthur Smith at the end of the year. And I am what I go back to what we talked about at the top. I am going to Ben Johnson. And I'm saying, what do you want? Oh my don't, goodness. Don't, don't listen to oh David Tepper over there. I know David, oh David Tepper's got a lot of money. Arthur Blank, you have a lot of money. Yep. You can fire Arthur Smith. I mean, David Tepper's paying two coaches. He's paying a bunch he's hundreds of coaches on his you can afford to shell out for Ben Johnson and the route concepts and all that spacing, you know, for for Drake London and Bijan and um and, and all these guys, Kyle Pitts, maybe we'll see. I mean, oh, there's so uh, so much. Can you imagine? Guys. Can you imagine the offseason comps between if Ben Johnson goes there between Kyle Pitts and Sam Laporta? Are you kidding me? Kyle well, Pitts fantasy, to the moon, baby. Fantasy Twitter is ready for to to do that for sure. <laughs> totally. I don't know if I'm there yet. Um, oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. I don't. I don't know that I've seen uh, Kyle Pitts grind in blocks like I've seen <laughs> Sam Laporta do. I don't know if I. But but the. Uh, they do a great job getting Laporta against man coverage, and Laporta is great against man coverage. And theoretically, Kyle Pitts and he's healthy. Yeah, that could be great. Obviously, I would love to see some of the in-breaking routes, like off the line of scrimmage, 
stuff for uh, for Drake London that they do with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, and, and then you've got to – who's your Jameson Williams? I don't know. You can find – you don't need to spend the 12th pick in the draft to get the guy, I don't think. <laughs> Correct. But, um, but still, yeah, I, I mean, that would be a great fit. That would be super fun. Uh, they block well. Uh, they, they, you know, they can. They have a talented offensive line in Atlanta. It's just really underperformed this year. So, I, I think like if we're thinking that Arthur Smith is gone after the year, and, and Arthur Blank did come out this week and say we're, you know, we'll evaluate it at the end of the year, which means you better go three and zero with Taylor. Yeah, Heineke, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, if yeah, you yeah, want exactly. to keep this job, <laughs> yeah, totally. which is it's not a good sign. Um, usually, when you're evaluating something, it means you already have kind of made the decision. You you want something else. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the, if you're the Falcons, and the world is your oyster at the end of this year, and you have a, still a lot of cap space, and you have all these young players. It's pretty pretty tempting, I think, to take the Falcons. So right now, the the Falcons too have a top ten pick, right? So um, you know, the, I'm assuming they don't make if they don't make the playoffs or whatever. I mean, the six and eight or whatever. I guess they, the playoffs. yeah, they don't make the playoffs. So <laughs> the, the, it seems like the team's completely given up on Arthur Smith. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about a team that's got a top ten pick, right? Um, uh, I, I don't know what their cap space situation. I think Tampa Bay's cap space actually situation is looking pretty good too, uh, from what I remember. Uh, but again, I just feel like. This Tampa Bay team is kind of sort of this is it. Like where where do you see them making vast improvements? I guess I don't really I don't really see it, you know? Um and obviously I think for me it's a lot easier to project upside with Atlanta than it is Tampa Bay. I just feel like right now with Tampa Bay what you see is kind of sort of what you get for the next 3 to 4 years, no? Yeah, and 4 years is a long time, right? Oh, it's like, yeah, it's uh, an entire yeah it's 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 ancient it's going to be ancient history right like mike evans is he gonna he even if he comes back right because maybe they i think they probably franchise tag mike evans i guess because he's coming off a great year even at his age I, and he's a bucks legend like you should well you should let me take that back you should sign him to a long-term deal okay like sign him to a long-term deal <laughs> i don't care how old he is right sign him to a long-term deal you know chris godwin uh, they'll probably have to have a contract think about him soon just because he hasn't had a the most productive season but he's coming on right now you know Rashad White four years from now <laughs> the running backs unfortunate it's like okay four years from now he'll probably they'll be ready to just let him walk you know whatever they yeah, have yeah. a they have Tristan Wirfs who's made a great transition to left tackle um yeah they don't they don't have like a ton of Antoine Winfield's a free agent this year they don't have like a ton of young um talent because you know they're still kind of that's what's re actually really impressive about this year is that they are still kind of working a, out of the tom brady era when they did totally push for a lot of vets and stuff like that and it wasn't about like developing young guys it was about winning super bowls so they're still kind of coming off that living in like the wake of that and they've been this really good team i, I yeah i don't know what the bucks will look like in four years <laughs> uh, yeah i just like for me I, I i just again i just go back to What's the upside here with Baker Mayfield? I don't see a lot. You know, I think he's played great for himself this year. No question he's played great. Uh, but I think he's played himself into a new deal, which kind of sort of makes it feel like Tampa Bay. It'd be crazy in today's NFL if they didn't bring him back. Right? Yeah. 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 They'll, so. they'll bring him back. They'll bring him back on the Geno um, contract. And then it's just like, what, what's it going to look like in year two?
And you know how the NFL is too, man. It, it is kind of crazy. Uh, teams can can rise up so fast and they can fall so fast too. So even though right now it feels like Atlanta, I mean, you know, is one of the worst teams in football. That's what it feels like, right? Feels like Atlanta is one of the worst teams in football. The turnaround can be so fast, especially, yeah. especially when you have a good baseline of talent, which I believe uh, they have. I, now, I will say this, though. From a defensive standpoint, Tampa Bay's set up a lot nicer. I know Atlanta's been really good defensively, Matt, but, man, they have played way beyond, I think, expectations. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, you know, and, and, you know, if you clear out the coaching staff there, what does that end up looking like? You got to think that they take a step back defense. You have to think they take a step back defensively uh, next year, which could muck it all up, too. So, I don't know. Anyways. It's a good point. Um, I hope – I always hope this with um, with coaches, right, because I think you can – it can work out well, like if you're again to bring Ben Johnson to Atlanta, we're we're manifesting it, right? Like, yes. come in we'll there and, and say, come in there to say to Ryan Ryan Nielsen, who has done, you're right, a great job as the defensive coordinator there um, in Atlanta. Be like, hey man, I know Arthur Smith hired you, but like, come on, stick around, keep developing these guys, and like, what do you're Ben Johnson? What do you care? Okay, no. just then you could pay attention to the offense and, and, yeah. and everything like that. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.